Welcome to the Transformations with Jane podcast. I'm your host, Jane Nakata, a coach for women who want to live their best life wherever they may be. If you want to hear real stories about people living life their way, and you want to learn about having more peace of mind and confidence, then this is the podcast for you. I hope you'll enjoy the show. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Transformations with Jane podcast. So today I have a very special guest with me here in my little recording studio. So today I've moved out of my walk-in closet and I am recording in my small Japanese room. Uh, We're sitting here in our kotatsu, enjoying nice warm feet. (laughs) And yeah, my very special guest is someone I know you've all been waiting to hear from. I've had so many questions and so many messages saying, I cannot wait to hear from your husband. Yeah. So today I have my husband, Koichi, here. He is the first live guest on this podcast. So say hello to everyone, Koichi. Hello, everyone. <laughs> You're feeling uh, a little bit nervous, yeah. aren't you? I'm finally here. <laughs> yeah. Jane's imaginary husband here. Yeah. <laughs> so he's saying, um, so a long time ago when we first got married, um, he was always working and I would go to events and I would talk about my husband and he would never actually come along with me. And so people started saying, is he real you know do you really have a husband and that was kind of a joke that um he was my imaginary husband because he never showed his face at any events but he's getting better at that now aren't you you're you come to lots of things now and and look at you even now you're talking in english on a podcast (laughs) (laughs) yes i am (laughs) okay well let's get into some questions because um we have lots of questions from my lovely listeners who listen to the show. Yeah, I've just been really amazed at how many people actually wrote in and said they, yeah, they have a question for you. So let's start. Okay, so the first question I've got for you is, oh, this is a really easy one. What, and this is from Lindsay Sawada. She is also, she's been on this podcast. Thank you for coming on, Lindsay. She's a yoga teacher in Tokyo. And her question is, what is the best thing about being married to Jane? (laughs) So the best thing, ah, one thing that I don't need to have a relationship Mm -hmm. with relatives Mm -hmm. in Japanese style. Right. For example? For example, visiting them uh, over season or new year season or oh okay so you mean you mean your your in-laws my family are not japanese so you don't have any um things you have to do like visit jane's family in obong or visit jane's family at new year we just have to deal with your family yeah so that means that we have half of the obligations that a regular family in japan has and that, well, that is a good thing, but I think she means something more personal. <laughs> 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 no, 
<laughs> I mean, yeah, obviously we don't have so many obligations like that. And it helps that we live far away from your family too. We don't have to be involved in so many of those obligations unless we want to. Mm, but I think she means something more personal about being married to Jane. Like I make your in your life more interesting. I think that's the answer, mm. isn't it? Mm. Right. If you were married to regular Japanese mm. woman, so yeah, I can experience something different. Yeah. Yeah. We could show up in the national TV program. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> That's right. So thanks to me, you're in life as much more interesting, isn't it? Than before we met, I think. And especially this year, it's been extremely interesting. We've been on national TV and even just listening to me talking about the other activities I've been doing, like going to America, uh, going, meeting the, Deputy Prime Minister of New Zealand, all these things that have happened this year that wouldn't happen in a normal Japanese family, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, Lindsay also wants to know is there anything that is challenging about being married to a foreign woman in Japan? Mm. Maybe there are some legal challenges or some. Legal formality so you think that the legal formalities are the only thing that you can think of that is a challenge so for you i mean obviously you've never been married to a japanese woman have you so you can't really compare the difference and i guess we're just used to it now after 16 years of being married and this is our life so mm. Mm, it's it is a little usual just usual for us so we don't think anything of it mm. Mm. whereas if you have perhaps had the experience of being married to someone else from your own cu culture first maybe you would notice a difference mm. perhaps yeah but we don't have that experience and lindsay also says are you aware that foreign women living in japan are freaking amazing <laughs> So it's really amazing. And you should cherish your lovely wife and give her a huge amount of support and love and extravagant gifts occasionally. And then she says, this question might actually be for my own husband, but I'm interested to hear what your husband answers to this. So she thinks you should give me some really expensive presents and things sometimes. I'm already doing that. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> you you never buy anything for yourself, do you? So this this guy never buys anything for himself. He always buys things for other people. For example, he will buy me a new computer and he will use my old computer. He will buy me a new iPhone, iPhone and he will use my old iPod Touch. Uh, he will <laughs> buy me these these things like that. So I often feel supported by him um, 
and he always says just buy what you want and what you need you don't have to apple watch yeah you that's right you also bought me an apple watch that's right you don't have an apple watch but you can have this old pink one when i'm in when you buy me a new one if you want okay so next question comes from mariana siegman she is in the netherlands and she is dutch and her husband is australian so they also have some you know, they're different cultures and different languages. And her question is, even though Jane is more than fluent using Japanese, do you two sometimes have difficulty understanding each other because of the language? And if so, how do you deal with it? I'm asking because my husband and I occasionally have huge misunderstandings about the non-important and rather important things. Yeah, what do you have to say about that? Mm, no, I cannot think of anything. Do you have anything? Mm, we don't normally have major misunderstandings, but I find that sometimes um, from an English speaker's perspective, I don't get enough information to know what the conversation is about sometimes. Mm. So in Japanese, there is a lot of assuming that you know what this conversation is about and we are all talking about the same topic but often i'll find that he's on a different topic to me but there is because of that assumption sometimes i i don't know what we're talking about yeah mm. and i have to say more information please mm. what is the subject here <laughs> yeah i say that to you sometimes don't i you have to remember you're not talking to a Japanese person, mm, mm, even mm. though you're using Japanese mm, mm. to talk to me. Mm, mm. Yeah? Mm. Let's do more information from now on, please. Mm. <laughs> Mariana also wanted to know one last question. She said, I've only known Jane for a short while and I'm so impressed by all she does and stands for. How do you feel about all she achieves in her business? And as your partner? Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed and I'm very proud of her. Thank you. Man, a few words. So you're very proud of me mm. for doing what? I'm proud of you for what? どっか他のところに行きたいニュージーランドに帰りたいの状態だったのに、岩木が素晴らしいことに気がついて、自分自身も変わって、で、新しいことを始めて、岩木の活性化のための仕事をしているのがすごく素晴らしいと思います。So what he was basically saying is that yeah, I didn't really want to be in Iwaki, but because I had to be. I decided to change how I was thinking about it and um, started this new business that helps Iwaki. It helps people who live here to have a better life as well. And that you, he's proud of me for doing that. So that's nice to hear. Thank you. Okay, one more question is from Alexandra. She is a vegan chef in Tokyo. She makes beautiful cakes and things. You can check her out on Instagram at Chocolatine Tokyo, I think it is. And her question is that couples with 
two nationalities often have some problems. For example, did your husband face any issues or criticism or positive feedback? 20 years ago, Japan was far from what it is now in terms of getting married to foreigners. Yeah. So when we got together 16 years ago, did you get any criticism or like a, any opposing opinions? No? So there was nothing, I think, but one point is that I don't care anything <laughs> from others True. if there is anything. So maybe I have not noticed or there was really nothing. I think that he just summed up a very important part of uh, his character, which is that he doesn't care what other people think about him. And this is extremely rare in Japan, right? Um, in Japan, people tend to be trained very well to think about what other people are thinking about them. But you don't care about that. You just do your best and do what you think is right. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, maybe other people were like, Oh, I can't believe you're getting married to a foreigner, but they didn't say it or we never heard any negative feedback about that. Did we? No. Ah, only one thing your parents were worried when we announced we were getting mar married because I was a lot younger than you, not because I was from New Zealand. <laughs> and by a lot younger, I mean, you are eight years older than I am, right? So for them, that was a big age gap because there are only two years difference between your parents. And in Japan, generally, the age difference is two or three years, right? That's five. Yeah, about about five years mm. is a little dodgy mm. but eight years is a little bit what <laughs> so that was the only concern they had and that was because they hadn't met me yet mm. they'd only heard that um he was getting married to this very much younger new zealand woman when you are elementary school first grade, grade yeah and uh, eight years is Chugako Nirense. Oh, second grade. And junior high school. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit creepy, mm -hmm. but yeah, we didn't, yeah, that we didn't know each other then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that was the only opposition kind of voice that they, they told us later they, they were worried about that, but when they met me, they stopped worrying about that because. I didn't act like a 22-year-old Japanese person. They thought I was much older, so they weren't worried anymore. And so in Japan, you might have the generation difference between, you know, with the, the eight years age gap, but we don't have that, obviously, because we just come from different cultures. So our background you know what did what was the cartoon that you used to watch or what was the music you used to listen to of course it's going to be different because we're from different countries mm -hmm. and we grew up listening and watching very different things so that doesn't matter um whereas perhaps in, if there was two japanese people they would be talking about they wouldn't have these things in common and maybe find it frustrating but um we don't have that problem yeah
Okay. Uh, a question from one of my lovely students, Izumi-san. Uh, when did you notice cultural differences? For example, like um, when our first child was born, maybe you noticed something different about the way we raised our children compared to the way you were raised or um, how we celebrate different things in our family. What do you think? Okay, so I have no idea if it's still common in Japan, but mothers sleep with your baby yeah. in the same room mm. next to each other. But I knew that it's not common in New Zealand. So that would be an example, but in general, I don't recognize anything yeah. in the usual life. How did you feel about us not letting our kids sleep with us in the same bed, for example? If that's something that you grew up with. Um, that was completely normal for you to sleep with your parents, but we, we never did that from the start. How did you feel about that? So recently, houses in Japan are designed, not very Japanese. Mm. Western, and more yeah. Western, and uh, you don't have tatami room, so you don't sleep on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you, yeah, it's getting common that you don't sleep together. Mm. But did you feel, oh, I, I wish we could all sleep in the same bed together? No, no, no. 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 <laughs> anyway, anyway, no. Anyway, no. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm glad you didn't feel part of your culture was disrespected by us um, encouraging our children to have their own beds from a very small age. But I often hear from um, my friends who are Japanese and they are mothers of small children that they are struggling with sleeping arrangements in their family that they want to sleep alone but uh, they don't know how to do to get their children to sleep alone or um yeah they are just lacking a sleep because they're all sleeping together in one room even though they have enough rooms in their house for everyone to have their own bed etc so that's not something we struggle with at our house so i'm grateful that you let me do that Okay, uh, let's have a question from Haide uh, Imai. How do you support each other? And do you have some advice for other husbands to support their wives? For example, when their wives go on a trip abroad, etc. So he's looking very confused because I think it's too natural for him and he doesn't really realize what he's doing <laughs> to support me but for example i think we have the agreement between both of us that we can do what we want to do and the other person will support for example you want to play golf mm -hmm. and i don't complain about that mm -hmm. i say have a nice time. Mm. You so in return you say to me, okay, um, what do you want to do? Yeah, I'm also allowed to have my own mm. things. Mm. 
um, that are not related to our family that are just my own, mm. like you're going to play golf. Mm. Yeah. My thing is traveling or uh, doing my events that are sometimes in family time or traveling overseas. And the recent example of the trip to America where I was the one who was worried or I didn't think I could go. And you were the one who said, have a, have a good trip or you, you should go. It sounds like a great idea. You should go. So what do you think was, um, what makes you able to say you can do it? Mm, so I'm happy that you do what you like and what you get from that. So I usually think what Jen can get by what I do instead. That's a basic idea. So I'm hearing that you, uh, you think that uh, my activities and my achievements are as valuable as your activities mm -hmm. and achievements, right? Yeah. And so you do what you can to help me mm -hmm. so that I can do those things mm -hmm. that I want to do. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think that's really important mm -hmm. that as a couple, we, we both accept and value each other's things that we want to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I want to do a podcast. So you support me by doing what you can in the background for this podcast, editing or finding a nice microphone to use, that sort of thing, yeah? Or you want to go to golf, so I look after the kids on the weekend, yeah? Mm -hmm. um, that's what you like to do. Mm -hmm. And I, yeah, we, we don't complain about the other person's mm -hmm. activities. We accept them and everybody's happy, generally. Yes, you cannot do something at the same time, but if you do it by turns, mm -hmm. You can do both. Yeah, we can take turns. We can take turns doing what we want to do and be parents and have jobs and everything. So we can have both. But yeah, it's just a matter of scheduling. Yeah, scheduling mm -hmm. well. Uh, who's doing what? Yeah, okay, you're going to your business trip, so I have to be here. Now it's my turn to go on the business trip and you are here. And we've built a, a support team here in Iwaki. We have no relatives to rely on. We have only friends and neighbors to rely on. And we do that. We rely on people. We ask our neighbors for help and they are happy to help. And we are very lucky to have that. But I think we do that because we have to there. We have no option. But actually, when we let people help us, they also feel happy. Our neighbors love to help us. Mm -hmm. And we're very lucky mm -hmm. that we have them. But actually, it's also the challenges to let them help us, yeah? to give them a chance to help us also brings them some happiness to spend time with our kids, actually. yeah, And that's kind of not the usual way in japan i feel you should the the message is you should always do it yourself or don't ask other people for help it's mendokusai it's taihan you have to do okaishi yeah you have to give something back 
but actually it gives a lot of joy to other people to let them help you. So that's one of our strategies is to let people help us and they feel excited to take part in helping me to look after our children. When I went to America, they felt very proud to be part of this um, big event mm. that I was going to America for a week mm. and they were the in charge of Amelia and Hugo for two afternoons or something. And that was their part in this big adventure of me going to America. Mm. Yeah. So I think, yeah, valuing each other's activities and understanding each other, what the other person wants to achieve and helping definitely makes our situation work well. Mm. Mm. So for other husbands is to, if they are not thinking about their wives uh, activities equally, mm. like the same importance as mm. their own, mm. then maybe it's, difficult for that relationship to work well mm -hmm. what do you think so if you do something for your wife she can do something on the other hand if you don't do anything for your wife you lose something as well Ooh. or she loses something that's the idea for the japanese husbands who might be listening. Could you explain that in Japanese? もし、<笑><笑> もったいない。もったいない。Yeah, we don't like もったいない, do we, in our house, yeah? So, if there is a chance to do something, we try to take it and do somehow manage to take that chance, whatever it is. Okay, so, all right, we have a question from Joanna from the Tokyo chapter. So, if you don't know Joanna, she was also on this podcast, I think episode three or four, quite early on. Definitely have a listen to her episode and also check out her beautiful blog about Tokyo. Um, and you can find her on at the Tokyo chapter, I think it is, on Instagram. Loads of amazing information pops up there every day. So Joanna's question, her first question, the easiest question is, um, did you know what a podcast was before Jane started doing podcasts? So, I, yeah, let's just hear from Koichi about that. Of course, I know the podcast. I have been listening to the podcast programs more than 10 years. Or... Yeah, more than 10 years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you are a podcast fan from way back an original podcast fan and if it and actually it's from you that i first heard about these things called podcasts and i've been watching you listening to them and having to listen to them myself your news japanese news podcasts and it, he likes to listen to them at double speed so or 
like really fast. So I would be listening to this, just what sounded like gobbledygook for hours in the car or something. Sometimes you listening to the Japanese news podcast on double speed. Um, I remember that in Germany, we used to do that. Mm -hmm. We'd drive somewhere and you'd be listening to your Japanese podcast. So it's been more than 10 years since you've been listening to podcasts. And so, but I didn't actually even experiment with listening to them myself until about two years ago when I started to step into the world of podcasts and listen, find ones that I wanted to listen to. And it was just starting to become popular to listen to podcasts about two years ago. And then back in March this year, I finally decided to create my own podcast as an experiment. And here we are today recording. I think this will be the 22nd episode of this podcast, probably when it comes out or 21st episode. So yeah, somehow <laughs> I've come from uh, just listening to Koichi's podcast to creating my own to creating 20 episodes. Yeah. So that's the podcasting journey. But thanks to you, I actually know about podcasts. A lot of people still do not know about podcasts out there. And Joanna's uh, other question was, Oh, okay. oh you have something else? Okay, we're just going to go back to the question before about the advice for husbands. So here's some more <laughs> advice for husbands. So I remember one thing from the podcast topic. So I usually listen to the podcast programs by double speed or 1.5 speed to save the time that I can do in something else. Yeah, for family. Or I always see the YouTube programs, news programs, by also the, by the double speed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's maybe it's really is a very basic concept or the way of I act or I think is to save the time. Or I I think I'm very efficient or rational or yeah. Then you can make some time by multitasking. So while you are driving, you can listen to the podcast by double speed. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of your um, characteristics is you don't like inefficiency. Yeah. You like to be efficient. Yeah. You like, uh, you don't like to waste mm. and you like to do things efficiently mm. and you do that at your work. Mm. Don't you, mm. you, um, you don't get involved in uh, tasks that are a waste of time at work, mm. like answering emails, that are not important or whatever mm. something some strategies you have mm. that means you work efficiently and you come home early mm. earlier than other people in your office because you can because you've done your work mm. efficiently yeah and but also for, as an um extension of the that advice to husbands is um, I notice he puts our family almost on the equal level of importance as his company, right? Mm -hmm. So you are quite brave to do that. Mm -hmm. 
in Japan, I think, mm -hmm. especially. Um, for you, family is as important as job. And so you will leave work early, well, not early, but on time, five o'clock, mm -hmm. and be home at 5.30, yeah, twice a week. Mm -hmm. And you don't care what other people think about you mm -hmm. leaving work at five o'clock. You do it because you want to see your children when they're awake. Mm -hmm. And you do it because you've done your work efficiently during the day mm -hmm. and you, you can leave. Anything you want to add there? So I talk to a lot of wives and they often say that they feel they are a very far second from the company, which is first for their husbands and the family is Kanzenni number two. Yeah. Whereas I feel our family for you is almost same number one as your job. Would you agree? Yeah. That's unusual in your company, I think, to have that family, family is almost the same as company importance, level of importance. Yeah. Mm. Most of your coworkers mm. put the family down here under in company or importance. Mm, I have no idea. It's single person. <laughs> what <laughs> do they are feeling about what? thinking about but from the attitude or <laughs> the way the way they <laughs> act yeah it would be so and i don't think it's necessarily um conscious that they are doing that they just expect that this is how how it is or this is of course company is one they pay uh, my salary i have to do what they say Somehow you are balancing that very well in that you do your job well, you get good, um, you know, good reviews at work and you are doing family life well too. And that is unusual. Mm. Yeah. And I think it's also because as you just said, you, Hey, you don't care what people think about you mm. and you are in your own lane looking at what you are doing mm. you're not looking at other people mm. and comparing yourself mm. to them constantly yeah you're doing what you want to do because that's what you want to do mm. Mm. and that is also a little unusual in japan mm. i think yeah so yeah for me to see you doing that is very encouraging because that is one of the characteristics I would like to develop more for myself is to not compare myself to others and not to always be looking at what other people are doing or care about what other people say about me. And so your coolness in that area helps me to get perspective on what I'm doing. So if I'm feeling very upset about Oh, somebody did this or somebody did that and I tell you and often you are you say oh really like it's not that it's not important but then I can see oh actually I'm just overreacting about this or I don't need to put so much 
thought into this or I don't need to worry about this so much because you can, you often show me that it's just my made up story or just something I, I am thinking myself. It's not reality. Yeah. So that helps me to see where I'm being overreacting. We're overreacting. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, so Joanna's, that we had Joanna's uh, first question about the podcast, but her second question is a little, little bit more difficult, but it's quite interesting. Uh, she says, they say that you get to be married to four people in your lifetime. And if you're lucky, those four people are within the one person because people change through their lifetime. Mm -hmm. Jane is open with her transformation. So she means I talk about transformations on this podcast and in my um, social media. How have you changed too? Have you changed? So if you think back, like when we first met to now, have you changed? Mm, yes, I think so. So the characteristics you talked about before, the staying in your own lane, not worrying about other, what other people think of you has become even stronger mm -hmm. as you have grown older or, mm -hmm. you know, during our relationship. Mm -hmm. And why do you think that might be? Is it age? Is it experience? Confidence? What is it, do you think? Because of Jane. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a correct answer. <laughs> of because of me, mm -hmm. really, or is it just a no, 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 no. really, really because of me? Yeah, mm. yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Does do you mean like I inspire you mm -hmm. to be more, even more mm. stronger, or yeah? So I think yeah, you're saying that. Yeah, I inspired you, you inspired me, and together we are moving forwards and upwards together and helping each other along, which at the at a similar pace, I think. Yeah. So that's that's really important and helpful to have that kind of relationship. Mm. Um she also asks, is it hard when your partner decides to make some life changes? But I think in this case you know, we accept each other and our, the changes we want to make. For example, I don't want to be a, a stay at home mother anymore. I want to start my own business. Mm -hmm. You didn't uh, react to that. Like, no, you have to stay at home where I can make sure you are under control or <laughs> whatever. Mm -hmm. um, you wanted what's best for our family. Mm -hmm. And uh, as a member of our family, I'm allowed to do the things I want to do. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Even if it's sometimes inconvenient for you, mm. it's not always convenient, the things I'm doing, mm. but you still accept those things. Mm. Even though you, you yourself cannot do something new, but your family or your wife could do something new for you or for, for family. So, yeah. It's also an efficient way. Of, <laughs> way. Yeah, efficiency. Yeah. Yeah, you love some efficiency. Mm -hmm. So, but that's the thing. Lots of women are not doing what they want to do, and so it is inefficient, and it is 
Motainai. It is a waste mm. that there are so many women, not even just in Japan, but in the world, mm. not doing what they are made to do or what they are born to do or what they have a talent for doing because um, they're doing something else or they don't, they feel they don't have the support to do what they want to do. Yeah. So it is a waste. Okay. So let me just check. Um, <laughs> we have a question from our friend, uh, Gabby. She wants to know that, uh, because you have two sisters, right? Mm. Koichi, and they're younger than you. Mm. Have you learned anything from having sisters in your life? Nothing. 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 Yeah, I think it's just too atarimae this for you to understand the effect of having sisters. You grew up with them. You don't know what it's like to have brothers. You don't even have a brother. Okay. Anyway, so that's that's a question for Gabby. <laughs> and um let's see, did I check? Oh, we had a question from my Instagram friend. Her Instagram name is Aliko, and she said, "Is there anything you can't do because you have a wife who is not Japanese?" So there's lots of things you don't have to do, which I think oh. you really like that actually, because um, you don't have to become involved in many family events like obon and uh, or higang, and so those those events which I think you tend to think of as inefficient and a waste of time often, you don't have to do those things. Mm. And also we, we can bend the rules or change the rules more easily about what we do because I'm not Japanese. So for example, we go away for summer vacation for the whole summer. We don't stay because I'm from New Zealand. We have that excuse that we can just leave for six weeks and we don't have to be involved in the obong season for example we can we can live the life we want to live mm. because i'm not japanese it gives you an excuse to to not do the things you don't want to do mm. but uh, her question was mm. is there anything you can't do mm. and i don't think there is anything we can't do ah, i know one thing mm. you can't not be involved in our children's Japanese education. So mm. for example, homework, Japanese school homework, often you have to be involved in that, right? Mm. But if you were married to a Japanese person, mm. you wouldn't have to do that. You could just leave it to your wife mm. to do all homework all. Mm. Yeah. That's kids. Kids are your job but you have to be involved. You have to check things to make sure our daughter is doing her homework properly. Right. Mm. Because I have no idea what she's doing mm. or if it's right, or if it's needs extra effort or extra work or something like that. So yeah, there, there are almost no negative points to being married to a foreign person for you. Mm. <laughs> Another example is, that yeah you cannot avoid being involved in visiting ladies doctor <laughs> yeah there may have been some times in the past where you've had to come to the ladies doctors with me and be involved in those discussions 
Um, not so much anymore because my Japanese is able to deal with that now, but especially 10 years ago, that's some of the things you had to do. And I appreciate you not being embarrassed about that and coming to the woman's doctor with me. Yeah. And um, there were no other men in the waiting room except you and you had to sit there and um, you did it anyway. Um, that just goes to show what a good guy you are. So I think that's all the questions we had. Oh, we just had the, the question from Victoria and that's kind of similar to Joanna's one, Victoria from Biku Designs. Her question was, have you ever been through a transformation of your own? And we talked a little bit about how just our being together has transformed you a little um, as time has gone by to be more, to be stronger, more efficient, more mm. everything. Mm. So yeah, tell us a little bit about that. What does your future transformation look like in, at, as you think of it at this point in time? I don't know exactly at the moment, but I want to try something new. I have one favorite word, which is from the, the writer I like. Mm -hmm. He is also a politician now. And he always say that you cannot be here again on the earth. Yeah. Your life is only one time. It's very Atarimae, and <laughs> yeah. uh, but you don't remember that, but you need to remember that sometimes in your daily life. So it's my favorite word, and uh, I don't want to waste my time or family's time or, yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. You, you only live once, mm -hmm. yeah? You only get one, one chance to yeah. live. Yeah, there will never be another chance. Mm -hmm. So yeah, let's let's not waste it. So that's good. I'm glad we're on the same page there, mm -hmm. with the same <laughs> opinion about that. Yeah, so who knows what you'll do next, but um, I'm excited to see because uh, I know you said to me uh, after we had our, um, the filming for the TV show, uh, when we went to Hokkaido mm. and found my Japanese teacher and you said, I don't want to put up with things mm. forever. And today was an amazing experience to see that anything is possible. Mm. Yeah. If we can do that, uh, like what we experienced today of filming the TV show, mm. what else is possible? Yeah. I think you realize that there are many more things possible for us. Uh, in the future yeah so that's all the questions for today thank you so much to everyone who took the time to think of the questions and i hope i got to everyone some people may have had a similar sort of question and i hope i covered all of them if you have a question that didn't get answered for some reason or you didn't get it in on time then please do just either email me or um, you can contact me on Instagram at, at Jane Nakata, J-A-Y-N-E Nakata. And you can send me your question and I can ask um, Koichi anytime if you still have one after all of that. But I think now you can see uh, the person who is uh, be 
behind me, supporting me through all of the, the things I'm doing. And you can see uh, what a great guy he is. And yeah, I'll be interested to see what he does in the future as well. So I'll keep you posted on, <laughs> on his activities. So thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.